That's cool. Hi, I'm Milk. I'm Cake. And I'm Harry Potter. If you could throw hands. <laughs> And, and this is Nymphobites, uh, the rougher hentai podcast subsidiary of Nymphomercial, where we take a bite out of Nymphomercial, Nymphomercial and hentai culture. I don't have the script in front of me. Um, but remember, eat, eat up. up. Okay. Well, I was expecting one of you to get it wrong. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, we're professionals. Yeah, you do actually. Rehearsed. Did we even rehearsal it. last night? Milk? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I didn't come to rehearsal last night. No. Yeah. Well, people don't know this show's fully scripted. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of scripts, uh, today's theme, uh, I decided to make it harder uh, than the, the usual themes, which uh, has been predominantly Cake's choice so far, which maybe it just should be because they're all bangers. I get my way. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what if the theme is ongoing? Like rather than a tag, it's like, you know, because we're not just going to explore like tags. So there'll be other things. Um, golly, did I not expect how hard this would be and obscure when we're still doing a new format? So <laughs> I regret it. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different, but as a just overall thing, ongoing means continuing, still in progress. <laughs> uh, that's just the general definition. And if you um, try to go check it out on various websites, there is actually a ongoing tag for Faku. Um, it's not very robust though. And then eHentai doesn't have an ongoing tag. Instead, it has a incomplete tag. Uh, I thought that was very strange because it's typically mm. ongoing everywhere. And even on in eHentai, they put it in parentheses ongoing. Um, I've never seen this tag actually used in an eHentai gallery. So, mm. yeah. Uh, but before we get into all of our little bits, um, what's uh, everyone feeling today? What What's the tag of your heart today? I am feeling furry, I guess. <laughs> like, I, and only in the sense of like, I just shaved and I'm already like back up to Homer Simpson now. So, um, yeah, that's I'm going to pick furry today, but not for the reasons you might think, you know. <laughs> How many full moons? We're still waiting on your first sauna, yeah, by the I, way. It's, it's in the lab, you know. <laughs> It's, it's it's I'm like okay. Zoolander with Magnum, you know, I got to like cook it for a bit and then I'll stop a full night in midday with my fursona. <laughs> Going to just like splice DNA of all these animals. Yeah. Fursona stem cells, you know. Keiko, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what tag are you feeling? I'm feeling a vaginal sticker. Vaginal sticker. And... um. <laughs> A vaginal vaginal sticker. It's any type of patch that covers the vaginal area fixed with adhesive or otherwise. So like a band-aid or like whatever, you know, just kind of hiding it. Could be like a bandage. Uh, could be the monthly stickers um, from the infomercial Patreon. <laughs> yes, it could. Maybe. Don't um, do I guess that I'm just exactly. feeling that way. 
Yeah, no, don't. If you We're do do liable. that, like you did that yeah. to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, literally, you did that to yourself. Um, I'm feeling that just because I've been um, thinking a lot about stickers lately. So. Not to go off on too much of a side tangent, That's but it. like, is vaginal stickers, could you use Flex Seal? Or is like, you're just done for that at that point, you know? <laughs> Flex Seal, Gorilla Glue, you know? Yeah. I don't think any of that would work out oh, so man. well. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> so, since you brought up stickers. Just Gorilla Glue pubes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> since you brought up stickers, I am curious. Uh, how are y'all with, like, stickers? Like, do you just get them, immediately put it somewhere, or have sticker anxiety for every thing and never, like, use them? It, yep. it depends. Um Juno and I were talking about stickers last night, and he's of the mindset of you have to buy two because you have one that you're not afraid to use, and then you have one that lives in sticker purgatory. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the sticker for me. Uh, I got some cool decals of Morgan and Felicia. Oh, of course. Um, last time I went to an anime convention, and I slapped those babies onto my PC. Mm. Uh, but I do have a pretty big stash of stickers that I'm like, I just need the right place for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say the the Nymphomercial patron always does at least two, if not more, copies of the sticker each month for you. So you don't have to have sticker anxiety. <laughs> but uh, yeah, put one in sticker purgatory forever. I, I, I definitely do like get anxious about like if I put it the wrong place or something. Um, but I'm trying to build my computer and I'm mostly just excited for it because uh, Latin Rasputin got me all these cute Pokemon stickers I want to put on it. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Lemon? How, how's your sticker life? They all go on the trash. Not, in, not in the trash. Oh, on the trash. On the trash. On the bin. You know, I used to cover mine in Dutch Bros stickers. Oh, <gasps> Amazing. Wow. I love that. Man, that is the most holographic trash can I've seen. Oh, there's the <gasps> info chain. I see our girl. Of course. <laughs> Oh, there, there she is protecting your your waist. <laughs> She's a trash man. <laughs> yeah. The best thing is, is like sometimes uh, <laughs> my wife gets some stickers from like female medicinal products. So like I just got like stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know they're just like sorry for everyone at home. Uh, yeah, I've got my bad bitch club sticker. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to post pictures Says, somewhere. Uh, gaslight gatekeep yeah. girl boss. Yeah. Reuse recycle gas keep. <laughs> Talk turkey to me as well. Uh, don't don't stress me out, you know. Yeah. But yeah, sorry for everyone at home who's listening. Uh, this, I just showed up a picture of my trash can that all all my stickers on it. I'm trying to make it like very like, just covered in stickers, so you don't see any of what the original color was. You know, stickers are an ongoing collection. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Let- my ongoing collection because I I am afraid of commitment mm-hmm. and sticking them to things. <laughs> I love sticky things, but I can't handle commitment. <laughs> oh, commitment! Uh, oh. You know they oh. they do make sticker books that are like anti adhesive, so you can just repeal. Oh, cool. uh, but anyways, yeah. Uh, let Let's get into our meat of today's ongoing stuff, which. Um, I'll start off by just saying I thought this would be easy because I used to read a bunch of ongoing stuff. And because of the weird time warp of the pandemic, I didn't realize how long it's been since I've read these stuff. So stuff like Slimy Thief by uh, Sydney MT, it's like you can't even find it anymore. 
<laughs> the website's not even up. So I couldn't review that. And and that was like the case about some several things. So, yeah. But uh, who wants to go first? Should we spin a little roulette? Or how about you, Cake? I'll right, go first. Right in the front seat. Yeah. She raised her hand. Yep. Yeah, front of the class. Um, so when we were talking about ongoing things, I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about because it's been something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, In Case's Alfie comic because I've been reading that since its inception. And I went back. I'm like, when did that come out? That came out such a long time ago. 2010. Wow. That shit is still going on. And I know it's it's getting ready to wrap up. Um, it's just been like a slow like trickle of um, content leading up to the end. And it's still still good. I still really enjoy it. Mm. Imagine having like an erotic Dragons. comic. <laughs> Imagine having a, like an erotic comic just like still going for 10 years. That couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So one, one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode is just because our usual infomercial episode format never really allowed itself very well to an ongoing thing. And things that have been ongoing for a long time would be hard to review even when they've wrapped up and we'll still find a good yeah. way to do that. But why don't you tell us about Al- Alfie? What's <laughs> said Alf? Yeah. So Alfie. Oh, uh, man. Alf. I can talk yeah, about Alf too. Next week. Um, <laughs> he eats cats. So I don't like him. Um, but Alfie is a erotic fantasy comic. Um, the main character Alfie is a uh, Havlin, basically like a halfling character, and uh, ends up getting, <laughs> I want to say like uh, swept up like in an erotic adventure just based on a series of events that happen in her little town where nothing really happens as most halflings and hobbits experience. Not much happens. You got to leave to go on an adventure. Um. It's great, too, because there's all kinds of different uh, races. There's, like, orcs. There's these really tall, like, kind of typhling-esque people. There's goblins, um, elves. So there's great amount of body diversity um, and just ages, too. Um, Alfie's mom gets busy with an elf character. It's really good. It's, like, one of... Um, one of like my formative like BDSM memories is uh, seeing Alfie's mom, uh, femdom, her elf patron. So, but yeah, that's the basic gist of it. A lot happens. Um, the running joke is that Alfie goes from best girl to worst girl. I'm not going to say <laughs> anymore. Oh, so do you know anything about the the artist? Can you give us their lore now that I put the spotlight on you? <laughs> Yeah, I actually don't know that much about them other than that they've been doing this for a while. They do a lot of different erotic art and they've done a few like short comics and they have other projects besides Alfie. But I really just know them from Alfie. Uh, Their name is In Case. They are on Twitter. They're on Patreon, of course. One of the top Um, earners on Patreon as well, if I remember correctly. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Dang. Uh, Yeah. I mean deservingly for for doing such a like ongoing comic and stuff yeah for sure and like alfie was black and white for a long time and now it's full color pages like it's it's beautiful like they definitely put a lot of effort into their work oh yeah definitely um i'm very much uh very familiar with uh in case's work i think uh yeah it would probably be around 
2010. I think they were doing this before I really got started. And I think back then it was like the big uh, 10 pillars were like in case uh, Dimitri's, you know, I, I make that, if anyone knows about that artist uh, that, you know, I'm just trying to make like old ones. There was also another artist, no one in particular that their name was nobody in particular. And then, you know, the, the joke would be who was the artist source, nobody in particular. No, really? <laughs> who is it? You know, uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, so these are all like really old guards of the sort of uh, the hentai scene and they're, st- they're still going today. Um, I know that in case has been, is like one of those artists that's like classically trained in art because I know that they have a background mm-hmm. um, in like sort of like fine academic training of art. Um, and also still to this day, they've, um, they're transitioning, I guess, into sort of um, 3D modeling now because um, they're using a lot of Blender yeah. as a sort of like, Maybe maybe as like a future animation tool, but also as like you know, very, Blender is very versatile right now in allowing you to sort of like um, just help out with a certain style and maybe like get your proportions and lighting right. Um, so I see a lot of that from their Twitter that they're doing like some progress stuff on that. But um, I haven't read Alpha yet. Um, I, I I'm very much aware of it. It's been on the sort of like uh, I think a lot of people, um, you know, when they bring up like sort of long form hentai comics, you know. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but if I'm on the conversation, it is mostly just Alfie. That's like the big, like, you know, what do you think of first? You know, I, I've read a, a lot of in case comics, but I've never read Alfie. Mm. But just all the small ones and they're great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just I think I just haven't started yet. I'm sure it's probably good. I'm just it's really good. I'm a giant nerd and I love reading. So it makes sense that like this is why I've kept up with it. I also used to be one of those people that would read like 14 web comics oh, yeah. at the time. And that would have been around the same time that I got started reading that. So uh, the golden age. <laughs> what, what were some of the highlights? Some of your best web comics? Um, I was super big into a web comic called Miss File. Okay. Um, the synopsis was uh, an angel fucked up two people's files uh they de-aged someone who was getting ready to go into harvard and then they switched the gender of somebody so it's kind of like living with the fallout of this angel's fuck up it's really good like i really enjoyed it that's super cute don't you just hate it when that happens (laughs) it's really cute yeah um it's it's really cute uh and the angel's name is rumsiel and he's a slacker angel it's it's really good um, what else did I used to read? I used to read Alguna's Shive, which is still ongoing. I just cannot catch up with it, um, but I really enjoyed it at the time. I used to read a lot of furry comics, too. Again, mm-hmm. should have realized uh, I read the Chevet Chronicles comics, which there's like a ton of those, like Alien Dice. Uh... Have you ever read uh, Lackadaisy comics? Yes. Yeah, those yes. are good. Those are, those are really good. And now they're making yeah. a game, if I'm correct now? Or a, they're making a movie. A movie, that's, that's right, yes. Oh, okay. So, you know, well done for them. Yeah. That's like a game without controls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, it does it for you. <laughs> yeah, no quick time events, though. It's great. Love those games. Yeah. Those are the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. What about you, Milk? Oh, web comics? Ooh, I mean, I think I was introduced by questionable content, mm. um, which is still going. I'm very behind. I'm behind in a lot, but nowadays my favorites are uh, Sleepless Domain. Super into that one. Uh, Monster Pulse is really good. Um, 
And there's a few others I really like, but their their names just aren't coming to me. I, I can be kind of bad with the names, but yeah, Sleepless Domain has been like a huge inspiration to me for like my own magical girl like project I'm working on. So I love mm-hmm. that. And then uh, Monster Pulse is just rad. Like it's about um these kind of ghost things that when they go through someone or like fuse with someone, it takes part of their body and turns it into like a monster, like a Pokemon. Oh, um, okay. So like imagine your hair becoming like a hair like serpent or your heart being taken out and becoming this like heart gorilla. And it doesn't hurt you, but you are connected to that. So if anything happens to that, it's happening to you. Oh. So the girl who has like the heart monster is like terrified because yeah. like her heart is out of her body just like roaming around and the relationship with these monsters is not like pokemon you know like there's language barrier in a sense they mm. they can't control them um and yeah there's a lot of like ins and outs and it's really good because it's like you know teens that are experiencing this so you have all the things of like they're dealing with life. They're like not getting the respect from adults. But then uh, once you get like the adults from um, an organization that has some stuff to do with this, it gets really interesting. Super great uh, comic. Uh, I'll put links to all the web comics we've mentioned. So go oh. go check them out. I just yeah. remembered uh, another one. Did any of you all read Menage a Trois? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a, that's old. <laughs> yeah. I was hey. just thinking about like boomer comics. like etchy-ish. <laughs> yeah, boomer, yeah. Man, you guys ever read Heathcliff? <laughs> you heard this thing called Garfield? <laughs> yeah. What about you, Lemon? Any any web uh, comics? I mean, I don't read that much today and I wish I did. I think um they're in a different format, you know, like um it's it's very amorphous, but like the ones I do remember vividly really reading, I guess back in the 2010 era was like uh, Mega Tokyo. I don't know if you guys. Oh are goodness, familiar. yes. Oh, I know okay, the name. here's your boomer card. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Just let me get get off my walker and pick that up. Uh, Mega Tokyo. That was about um, <laughs> two guys accidentally getting on a plane to Japan and being stranded there, and then ten years go by and they're still there <laughs> I haven't figured out the airport back um also there was one i used to read a lot and i think that was big um influential big influential very influential to me getting into comics was something called um 8-bit theater like, oh goodness yeah like if you remember the age of sprite comics where we would yes. just like rip sprite assets from 2d games usually like 8-bit era you know because yeah. that's that's where it's like it's kind of cute you know if you go like higher than that it just kind of kind of awkward um but like so 8-bit theater would rip out the sprites from final fantasy one and sort of like retell the story of final fantasy one but a bit more of a a cynical comic edge you know you got like the classic sort of uh straight man um funny guy setup as well and it's sort of like it goes further and further into sort of like fantasy metatextual commentary uh that's when i read a lot and they just started a kickstarter to have like a a book version of that called comic oh. they probably missed out on Ooh. um so this that's a bit theater i'm not trying you know was there anything else i was thinking about uh i'm sure there's loads of ones there's also uh another artist that like i don't know if anyone even heard about but uh, dan kim and they did one called papers 11 uh or nana's everyday life uh that was another one that's pretty influential to me 
Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, honorable mention to Homestuck, I guess. Oh. I say on, I say ongoing because I don't know if the ending is going to kill that. <laughs> Never. Know? Never. You know? Yeah. It's it, all canon. So it ended quote, air yeah. quotes, you know, um, but yeah, so there's a lot of like stuff like that that definitely influenced me and uh, I enjoyed at the time. Uh, recently, I haven't really found anything that's really picked up my interest. Maybe because like, you know, the way the internet is today, we're all on social media. We're not going to like individual websites anymore, I feel. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of, you know, you have to be like one of those, like I make a comic for Twitter. So like, yeah. it's very much like it's got to pop up on your social feed and it's got to be like digestible. So I'm thinking of something like Sarah Anderson, where it does yeah. like, or Shen comics, where it's very digestible quickly. Oh, I, I get the reference, you know? Yes. Life is yeah. hard. <laughs> there are three websites that I go to on the regular. Yeah. That's why you guys install Webtoons. I mean, I haven't, but I'm assuming that makes it very easy. It does. Uh, um, I also, not a shit on Webtoon. Um, do it, but, do it. But um, <laughs> some content is premium and you're limited on mm. how much you can read. They want you to like do little tasks or pay money. And I ain't about that shit. So yeah, you got to get the webtoons battle pass, and you know it's. <laughs> you know, it's I think I was very enticed by webtoons because I was like, "Ooh, an app where I can find all these web comics." And then uh, my wife was explaining to me that, like, "Oh yeah, they got like this. You know, you earn boon bucks from like reading comics, and you have to yeah. use those to like unlock next chapters and stuff like that." And uh, maybe I'd be more on board with it if I could see how. You know, how much was being fed from my account to the author, you know, I'd feel yeah. like, but there's a middleman with Webtoon. So you feel like, eh, is everyone getting the best cut they're getting? So, yeah. And like, I love um, Lore Olympus, which started off as a Webtoon and I bought the physical books because I love it so much. And I'd almost mm-hmm. rather just read that than read it on yeah. anyway. And, and some of the top ones are our Crunchyroll originals now, but uh, yeah. I, I just got a plugger. Uh, Purple Thinks does uh, Lion Eats the Sun on Webtoons. Uh, probably the most unique art style for a webcomic you'll ever see. It's okay. something. I will say the mixed media approach of Webtoon is cool because some people do music. That goes and slight animations as well. Yeah, and slight animations too. Like I think that that's cool if that's something you're into. But yeah, I also like Homestuck. Yeah, basically. (laughs) But yeah, I also wonder about the ethics of Webtoon too. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it seems like a good idea, but like you know, capitalism. Yeah, (laughs) it happened (laughs) again. (laughs) Well, instead of sad capitalism, let's get into horny versions of everything we talked about. (laughs) Lemon, what's what's your ongoing? Uh, my ongoing that I'm picking this time, because I think I was going to pick something, but I think that maybe you were going to pick it. I was worried about that, too. So I, I really branched yeah, out. Yeah. So I got my, my backup obscure pick um, just in case, but I'm going to go with that. So ongoing is a bit of a nebulous term, you know, like not really, but <laughs> do we, okay. Wait, if it hasn't been updated in a while, is it still okay. ongoing? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's not finished. Mm-hmm. I if I see ongoing in the title on e galleries, I'm like good to go. Ongoing. That's that fits the the. Grade. If it doesn't have credits or a eulogy for the artist, I mean, also I know comics can even be picked up by different artists, so. Mm-hmm. If it says the end with a question mark, that's still ongoing to me. Uh, I hate yes. that. Oh, uh, what is it? Um, 
the um that that group story club like uh b story club and stuff like that their comics uh. will do that like they'll say to be continued but then sometimes they'll say the end question mark i'm like don't do that to me gotta leave the door open milk that's writing one yeah okay you know? go, go on <laughs> Um, but yes, our series I want to shout out today is one by a, an artist that goes by uh, maybe colloquially as uh, Mabo Coruscant or Mabo, M-A-B-O. And they are a inflation centric comic. So let me just get that right out of the gate. So I don't want to like, you know, catfish you and be like, wow, why, why is everyone so big? You know? <laughs> You know, heads up at the door. 18 plus and, you know, helium. <laughs> That's, you know. A rare combination. Which is a rapidly depleting you know, don't resource. No, don't give me that. We, we've talked about that. They use trash helium for balloons and probably expansion fetish. So it's not medical grade. Okay. Don't worry, people. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to see in the comments on nymphomercial.com people are saying, what the fuck did I just read? I told you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and my personal engagement with that inflation is like, oh, it's okay. I have to, I have to draw it. And I think it's kind of cool sometimes, you know, but anyway, um, the quality of the work speaks for itself besides the genre of the kink. So that's why I want to bring it up. Uh, Mabo Coruscant is a inflation centrist artist. They have a, a series called Teach Me Miss Suki. And it's basically a feature of their uh, OC, Miss Suki, uh, who is like a sort of like furry cat lady person. She's a sort of like, the story introduces it as the sort of context of, let me just get the link up here just for my co-host can also see what I'm talking about. And I'm Googling yes. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it. sorry. I should have done that. Just so like, you know, you all didn't have to use your imaginations. I don't but have yes. imagination. <laughs> Fantasia. How dare you? <laughs> you have to describe everything to me. But yeah. So basically, it's uh, it starts off as your sort of typical comic strip. But like the angle of comic strip is like, it sort of like expands on the lore of inflation and how it fits into this universe of like, you know, what if everyone was just into inflation on like planet Earth and... Also, like, how do we fit society and technology around that sort of stuff? So it's very interesting if you like, you love world building because this is just world building the comic, and it's very entertaining because it starts off as like you know world building and how like people survive in inflation centric um, society, and then it quickly like you know diverts off that beaten path and talks about like and just goes into the personal lives of the characters and we get to see Miss Natsuki like and her relationship with her partner and all that sort of stuff so it's very like um it starts off as a I guess as an earnest attempt to sort of like um build this world but also gets into like sort of slice of life territory and for that I think it's very engaging and you know just I, I liked it you know okay yeah I'm seeing the last page was uh September 19th, 2018. Ah, that's still good. That's I mean, it's still good. Honestly, <laughs> I would only consider it dead if it was 2017 cuz with like 18 and the pandemic, like September's like close enough to right? Yeah. It it's, it says ongoing. That's that's all it says and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh hopefully uh, they hear this and they're they're driven to inflate once again. 
Yeah, um, I follow Mabel, and I think they follow me back on Twitter. So we're like um, brag. We're, we're best buds, <laughs> yeah. essentially, right? You know. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, they're very good artists. Very talented. Very you know hardworking artists. I just want to shout a uh, special shout out to them. Um, and yeah, uh, go read this comic if you're into that, and maybe you know if interest picks up for it, uh, you can you know go into a continuing comic. You know. Yeah, I I will say I love how the body shapes kind of inflate a little bit different. Like sometimes it looks like more rounded of the expected inflation than other times. It's more like a a little bit more organic, like fatty looking. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's cool. And it's usually just like one or the other. So it, I haven't seen a mix before like that. Yeah. And this is the one you thought I would bring. No, no, no. This is, this (laughs) isn't the one I thought you'd bring. No, no. What did you think? Uh, I, I thought you were going to bring up Mode 7's concession. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I uh, I discovered that when doing like uh, some research today. I'd never heard of it before. I I saw oh, it yeah. and I was like, this looks really familiar art-wise. And and then, yeah, I, I realized it's Mode 7. But yeah, no, for mine, I, I went with something uh, I, I just figured none of you would have seen. I picked The First Sip by Dawn Lab. Hmm. Uh, so this is uh, 3D modeled. Uh, Don, Don Lab oh. does everything in, in 3D. Uh, they have a few different ongoing series. Um, this one, I I think, just has the most content to it. Although it seems like there is um, some like interconnection. Uh, but yeah, so so this is about uh, basically Gatorade. So <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Yeah, you know. My Gatorade comic. <laughs> What flavor? I mean, it, it's got to be like one of the white or blue ones, or it's just not even worth drinking, right? Oh, I like the grape one. What? Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a red Gatorade boy through and through. Wow. What about you, what about you man? I, I, white or blue? Like, I'll put up with red, okay? But white or blue. Um, and like... There's 20 different versions of each of those colors, but yeah. So so essentially this girl finds this like bottle of Gatorade and it's like covered with like circles. Um, no real labeling. Great to drink, right? Uh, she thinks it's her boyfriend's and uh, she drinks it. And then immediately she starts feeling dizzy and she starts expanding boobs, but everything getting all horny and all that stuff. It keeps going on because that's that's the first chapter. The second chapter takes it a little bit different than most expansion comics that that I've read, at least in that um, the boyfriend's like, well, if that did it to her, what would it do to me? And you see him like picturing himself all muscular. (laughs) No, Uh, they go shopping because she needs new clothes, obviously. And that's when it does the exact same thing to him. It starts just making his boobs huge his hair grow out his facial features get more feminine and uh it goes even past that he starts like lactating amazing although i I really like it because um i mean slight spoiler but like he falls on the ground and that like causes the lactation but yeah so that's the first two chapters uh more stuff starts going on with uh chapter three and i don't think chapter four has started three's ongoing on their deviant art but you can go to their patreon and i believe 
threes wrapped up on the Patreon. Got it. But yeah, yeah, it, it, there's like humorous moments, sexy. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm usually not a big fan of 3D models, erotic comics. Um, their quality can really range. But Dawn Labs quality is always great, whether it's the conceptual ideas of what's going on. It's the panel framing, choosing when to do little animations versus not because it, it's so easy to do like the little bit of like growth GIF animation for everything, but they they really do a tasteful of like when to do it where. So yeah, check it out. Even if you swear up and down you don't like 3D stuff, you'll probably like this, especially if you're a fan of expansion. So yeah, and and they have other comics going on too, like I said. So um there's like muscle stuff and and I think there's pregnancy and yeah, whole whole gaggle of different kinks. <laughs> Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I also want to touch on a few other like ongoing stuff that I think like everyone knows about that is pretty great. Um, Boogluff. Boogluff? We all know. Yeah, we all know about that, right? What's Boogluff? Oh, Ogluff? Ogluff. Maybe is how yeah. you say it. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, now, now I know. I was like, Boogluff? Yeah. I, I didn't want to bring it because like, A, I'm not all the way caught up and, and B, it's not an ongoing story. It's yeah, much more it's, of that it, easy consumed. It's a one shots. Yeah. Yeah. Almost predominantly yeah. one shots, maybe two, maybe self referencing. Although it started like it was going to be an ongoing thing. The the very first eight pages are coherent of like a little cum sprite. But <laughs> uh, uh, wonderfully funny, uh, a little sexy, maybe a lot sexy. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to tell. But would you read it in front of your your family? That's how you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, my... That's not a good barometer because Milk will ask family members to be on the yeah. podcast. So, I you mean, know. my stepmom, like, regularly listens to the show, at least. Oh, so. my goodness. Okay. Then, uh, hi, Leslie. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, There's no way my stepmom would listen to my podcast. <laughs> that was a light novel title. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, that had to get an honorable mention. Um, other great ones uh, that I've seen, I just want to throw out there, is um, Princess Claire, a royal endowment. It's like elves in space with giant cocks. Uh, it's by Iron Strawberry and uh, Pop Lee X. Uh, it, it's going on Patreon, so check that out. Uh, BE Story Club has a lot that I like cherry on top I, I don't know what it is but the fact that like cherries make stuff happen probably just because i love maraschino cherries i've eaten like whole jars <laughs> in one sitting i've like made a reverse shirley temple where i like took some cherries out and poured the sprite into the maraschino jar and then drank that <laughs> um so <laughs> yeah and then one last one i wanted to touch on is the Titans Bride. Oh, you there was an episode about that. Yes. So uh Pixel and I, uh Clown Sona, they're they're rebranding. They brought it to the show. It is getting a full English translation, oh. and you can pre-order it at Barnes and Nobles for was it uh October 18th, 
2022 for the first volume. I'm going to go fucking get on that then. Yeah. So I'll put the Barnes and Noble link, but you can get through other distributors if you want. That was just the first one that came up for me. Mm hmm. But yeah, it's really cute. Uh, It's uh, man on man. It's about this guy that gets teleported to a world of Titans and the like Prince Titan needs to find a bride. And so this like tiny guy, you know, relative, he himself is actually pretty tall. I think he's like six foot. um, But to the Titans, he's tiny. Man looks. The guy's like, you're going to be my wife. And he's like, I'm a guy. And he's like, I don't care. You're going to be my wife and I love you. And it's very romantic. It does get sexy. Just imagine the the Titan finger butt stuff. Uh, we did cover that a little bit in the episode we we did of it. So, yeah, go support it. Get the official English translation. It's going to be great. And before we kind of move on to our non-thematic parts of the episode, do you all have any honorable ongoing erotic comics to mention? Yes, I do. Um, it was another lost, lost review. Um, Aurora and I recorded something about this ongoing comic and just poofed. Files are hard. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's all good. I'm not not throwing shade <laughs> yeah. or anything. I'm just saying it just poofed. It, it wasn't meant to be, um, which is fine because it's still ongoing and maybe I'll just cover it when it's done. Um, I want to talk about Glow Possum's A Show of the Ropes, which is a really cute furry bondage comic that's ongoing. Um, it's being released on Twitter or you can support Glow Possum on Patreon and get early access to Pedro's. Um, but yeah, it's about this... Uh, dragon gal who watches these two um sex workers that do like bdsm stuff and is super into them and then she has a job interview at this cafe and it turns out the people working at the cafe are the two streamers Ah. (laughs) so hijinks ensue um but yeah Sounds pretty fun. It's good. It's sexy. A lot of cool BDSM stuff and a lot of cool um, exploring what BDSM looks like for furry characters. Like if you're a dragon or a lizard that can use your tail for penetration and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I guess we got to uh, give a special shout out to I hope I'm pronouncing this right. But uh, Stepan and Sechik's. Um, Sunstone, like, yeah. you know, for yep. people, I think that's very popular, right? Yes. So like, yes, it is. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I think that's just about wrapped up too. Yeah. Right. Right now it's covering Mercy. That's still mm. coming out though. The whole like, uh, is it Image Comics? I think Image Comics is the person or the, the company that's publishing Sunstone. There's like a whole Image Comics, like sexy adult graphic novel universe that kind of intersects um between Steph John Sajak and his wife's comics and then also a few other people like there's Sunstone there's Sugar which is about um a girl that gets into like a sugar baby relationship and then there's one called Swing that's about a married couple that gets into swinging so exploring Mm. different kinds of sexuality and like they all cross Mm. over with each Mm. other so and it is image yeah that is yes. Publishing. Okay, good, good. It's like I've stared. I have all the physical Sunstone books that are out right now. That it's like I've stared at them enough. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Image. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Web comic creator uh, say actually reviewed this with me on an Ace Only episode uh, way back mm-hmm. when. But there, there's tons. So you should all 
go read all the sunstone but yeah yeah uh, well with all that shall we shall we dive into the the end of the episode lemon uh sure yeah it is me lemon i'm gonna be taking to our flavor of the yesteryear part of the po- podcast and um i think this this uh week we got to talk about you know miss flavor of the month flavor of the year oh flavor of the decade flavor of you're still here um you know ongoing you might say (laughs) thematic um but yes um we gotta we can't just avoid the elephant in the room we have to talk about bowsette yes you know we gotta talk about her we gotta talk about god it feels so it feels so long ago but let me see what happened and notes here it was back during September 13th, 2018. Nintendo Direct unveiled a trailer for new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe for the Nintendo Switch. The trailer also introduced a unique power for Toadette, the Super Crown, which allows her to transform into a character called Peachette. And, you know, you get it's like giving meat to some rabid wolves, you know? You tell the internet that, oh... Canonically, there's an item in Mario that can upgrade a girl into Peach. <laughs> Anyone can become a Princess Peach. And again, I don't want to say upgrade because, maybe, you know, Toadette, I'm sure she's she's good. You know, I'm sure I, I'm not into Toads. We're not trying to, to Toad yeah, shame yeah. here. Not to body shame, but different species, you know. Let's not put bad bitches mm-hmm. against each other, you know. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Double Dash, I was always Toadette, gotta say. <laughs> She go fast. Nah, man. Vroom, vroom. It's King Boo and Wario in the cruiser for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah, sorry. Uh, la, 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 la. But yes, so, you know, they give the people... Uh, Nintendo said that there's an item in the game that turns, you know, has gender-altering properties, possibly. Mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. Um, so then, and pretty shortly after that... Uh, Twitter user uh, AYYK92, a.k.a. Haniwa, posted a comic in which Mario and Bowser are romantically rejected by Peach. And then, you know, the twist at the end is like, oh, Bowser's got the the Peach mushroom, turns into Peach or, or Bowsette, you know, like a bit more of a gothic girl kind of look of of uh, Peach, you know, she's got the black skirt and she's got the Chun-Li bracelets. The shell still and horns. Oh, not your mama's mm-hmm. Peach, let me just say that. No. You know? um, oh god, don't say that ever again. <laughs> took me a second. Um, but yeah, and there's a little like, an interesting like cute con- concept for a comic. Exploded. It just like... Boom, go to the newspapers, go to the press, go to Twitter. Uh, print, show me more pictures of Bowsette. I need every one of them. Right? <laughs> I need more pictures of Bowsette on my yeah. desk. Yeah, we all got J. Jonah Jameson. We'd like, I need more of this. Yes, Princess Peach, but bad. <laughs> you know, just galaxy brain moment, you know? I want to say the example I can think of to show how widespread it got was it was one of Jessica Nigri's main photo shoots. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, for a month. You know, one of her shoots was just her as Bowsette. 
So I think that shows how much it blew up. Oh yeah, I can't remember. I think maybe she might have been like the the first people to cosplay Bowsette, but certainly not the last. No, it just goodness. One of my favorites, Becca Dex. She did it. Uh, Great. It's just all Bowsettes. Very good. Yeah, and it's easy to see why how Bowsette just exploded because I feel like Princess Peach is already such a very iconic character. And this is a bit of that, like, kind of pop culture thing where, like, you know, you got your SpongeBob, but you draw him in a gangster suit and like, ooh, ooh, that hits differently, you know? <laughs> it's the kind of same with Princess Peach. You're like, oh, my God, you know, I didn't like Sandy from Greece. She's in that black leather now, you know, it's like, oh, my God. Stud. Tell me yeah, about it. You know? it's, it's, it's Greece again. <laughs> you know, you hold the plate. <laughs> I feel like. Peach herself, like seeing her as a bad girl, just would like not work, you know, like why is Peach bad? I can't picture it, especially because like bad Peach has been a thing in the games with like, um, uh, you know, some of the RPG ones. But, you know, with Daisy, you get a little bit. She's like, don't you want to go ape shit? No, Peach doesn't. But, you know, who (laughs) does go ape shit all the time. Bowsette. Bowsette. And, you know, uh, I guess a special shout out to just like uh, Bowsette probably being peak transition goals for a lot of trans women out there. Oh, you know? yeah. Is if that, I had yes. that crown. <laughs> Go to your your um, your doctor like, I want to no, look like this. Give me the crown, doc. It gives, it gives a lot of hope for like a lot of trans women out there who feel like maybe I, you know, uh, do I look like Bowser? No, no, I'm a Bowsette, you know? Yeah. Very good. God, imagine like just going to... Dr. Mario for hormone therapy. Yeah. It's a... So just... It's just, it's just, just E, just, he's just flipping, flipping E. This all just comes down your esophagus like the little pop pills. Um, so yeah, it's really not hard to see that Bowser is just the perfect storm of a flavor of the month. And, you know... I don't know if you've if you've been under a rock and you completely missed this, like you know, you rocket, ju- yeah, a rocket, you know, it was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then from that, we got the derivations. We got uh, King Booet, Boozet, right? Boozet. Okay, thank you. And then you know, also one uh, which I think is a pretty niche one is like the you know the gnarly teeth girl. We got Chain Chompette, you know, and any other like. Any other Mario villain we could find just like suddenly got tits. Yeah, Thwompet. I love Thwompet. She's good. She's got that like constant. My she's sexy got that constant RBF. Is great. Who's everyone's favorite at then? I already said Thwompet. Thwompet. Easy. What about you, Cake? I like I like Chain Chompet. Me I like the teeth too. The, so Gase hits everything for me. The teeth. The. Uh, spiked bracelets the the chains Mm -hmm. the bowl cut hair the uh space buns i'm like oh my gosh she's designed for me she'll murder me the danger also yeah and also like chain chomps are canonically like a dog so it's a dog girl like there you go furry wow she's hot and she'll bark at you (laughs) yes the peach mushroom was just gasoline on a like a spark you know truly boom you know I do now need to see all of the viruses from Dr. Mario being etified, uh, super crowned, yes. whatever verb 
is the transformation process. There are still some Mario villains that just haven't got like the et treatment yet. Like I'm talking Monty Mole. I'm talking Cheap Cheap. I'm talking that one guy you the one guy cheap, you jump cheap. on in Super Mario World where he does like the this Nabbit. Yeah, oh, you know, Nabbit's that. been done. Nabbit. Oh, okay, Nabbit. <laughs> I've seen a Nabbit. All right, sorry. Maybe I should go on Rule Thirty Four after this yeah. for research <laughs> purposes. <laughs> What about the little dinosaur that oh, you Oh, yeah, on? and he, like, he gets, like, compacted. The little dragon-ass-looking dude, yeah. Uh, that's called Yoshi? No, 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 the purple one. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah, know. yeah. Not Dino. Is there, is there Yoshi <laughs> Dino? X? Or... Yeah, I've seen Yoshi. Yeah. In fact, the cosplayer Ember Wolf does, like, a yoshi that's super cute. Mm. I think this is going to have to be another infomercial stream is like us trying to do the unedified, unsuper crowned Mario IP characters. Yes. Yeah. And I guess I want to finish off by saying that uh, props to Haniwa for creating this character, because, I mean, it does sound like simplistic, but I think if you were right there at September 2018 and the Bowsette thing had just happened, a lot of people were doing their interpretations of Bowsette. You know, there was so like one of them, I remember my, when I tried to draw Bowsette back there and I tried to draw a bit more animalistic, you know, I still tried to incorporate the mm-hmm. sort of the reptilian aspects into her design. And a lot of people do that as well. They sort of like, they go further reptilian to show that. They even go maybe further like goth, you know, to sort of emphasize that. But we've all sort of like unanimously agreed that Hanua's depiction of Bowsette is, you know, the Bowsette. You know, you got your... You know, your Carl's Jr., you got your <laughs> Wendy's, but you got McDonald's, you know? Everyone knows McDonald's. <laughs> I do want to say it's so perfect because it seems exactly what Nintendo would do for that concept. However, we did get, like, concept art of a potential real Bowsette from Super Mario Odyssey. You know, they ended up making it so you can't take over Bowser for most of the game. Oh, yeah. um, but they they somewhere in the concept art there was this like peach bowser i think it was the idea of bowser throwing his possession hat onto peach and it doesn't look anything like a nintendo character uh for like a main mario game it's so strange i gotta see this now oh yeah sorry i didn't pull it up oh i think i see that She's got like a long red dress, I believe, and kind of like a newsy hat like Mario does. Oh, does she? Is I, This is what I found in the first results. No, I don't think that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Weird. All right. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I have to say about uh, Bowsette, I guess. Um, queen, icon, legend, unstoppable, show-stopping, uh, one of a kind, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I honestly see Bowsette stuff time to time on Twitter still, so... I hope it never dies. We've all developed that sense of where we just don't see it anymore. It's just too common, you know? (laughs) Like, you know. (laughs) Bowsette blindness. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're just like, oh, okay, that's there. Just scroll, scroll, scroll. Not me. I'm built different. I'll always (laughs) love the the Bowsettes and other super crowns. (laughs) Uh, Super crowns. Okay, that's what they're called. Yeah. And also the. Yeah, yeah. uh, The weirdest thing happened as well after all that thing was um, Nintendo had to put up a special message that, like, oh, if anyone who isn't Toadette gets the crown, they get 10 coins. And I'm just like, you couldn't stop it, Nintendo. Sorry, we're we're already down bad for all this. So, you know, they tried to give like the canonical horny spray to everybody, but like Mm -hmm. it was just too late at that point. (laughs) No. 
would never work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that concludes my flavor of the yesteryear section. Yeah. And and uh speaking of metamorphous taking over like Bowser, I'm doing the 34 thing today. Okay. I've stolen okay, it. The top of, top of the charts. Uh, so oh well yeah, let's let's go check that really quick live. Um just to see if it's changed. Uh, nope, still Francine Smith. Uh, <laughs> come on, y'all. Go start coming to Bowsette. Let's get her up there. Sorry, if we ever become like a full-on video podcast one day, can we just have like the little stock exchange at the bottom of like place of like characters going up and down? You know, like, oh, Amazing. Bowsette was up two positions this week. And, you know, <laughs> I just want that to be uh, like... You know what? I will commission a live Twitch plugin <laughs> for OBS just to make that happen. This needs be to be amazing. reality. Have you hear that? Meg Griffin's on the rive. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fucking roll 34 day traders. Yes. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> so I have developed a little game. Mm. I want to play a game with you all, okay? And listeners can play at home. Mm-hmm. The way this game works is I'm going to present you two with two different characters. Okay. And you have to guess which one has more images on rule 34. Ooh, okay. okay. All right. So your what first I'm game. Gonna yeah. I'm going to win. Sorry. Uh, so your. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you got to make it exciting. Right. You got to be competitive as well, Cake. <laughs> Everyone make your bets at home okay. of who's going to win. Uh, so our first one is Tetris versus Discord, the app. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Discord. I'm, I'm going to say Discord because I've seen the Discord kitten dog thing a lot. Tetris. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one because that's got legacy potential, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, Tetris might just been around longer than Discord. So it might just. Hmm. Yeah. But like Discord has a furry icon, like a furry. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't furry technically, but furry adjacent. It's been furified. It's been furified and then gasoline on the spark. I'm going with Discord. Yeah, yeah I'm going to agree. <laughs> yeah. Gaslight furify rule 34, the pipeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there was a furry L piece, then this would be no contest. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is Tetris at 56 images and Discord underscore app at 294. Amazing. Next is Tony the Tiger versus Tuca and Beatrice. Tony, easy, easy sweep. It's Tony. That's such to- an easy Tony sweep. Tony got furries blocked left and right because everybody <laughs> wanted to reach for that big blue cock first thing in the morning and Frosted Flakes was like, we done fucked up. You know how popular Tony is when the Twitter account has to make an official statement on the vast quantity of Tony the Tiger thirst follows. You don't get that for Tuca. I'm sorry. Amy Wong and uh, brilliant show. Amazing. I think the right yeah, quality. I, I really like Tuca and Birdie. It's a good show. But Tony the Tiger, you're not you're not just dethroning yeah. that anytime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think the Tony the Tiger count is at? Uh, I want to say 3000 plus. 399. Oh, OK. With Frosted Flakes at 280. <laughs> And Kellogg's at 254. 
Okay. It's quite interesting that there's a, a different value for these different parts of the property. It's uh, all part of a balanced breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tuca and... Uh, Tuca and Birdie? Tuca Birdie. And Birdie. Yeah, did I say Beatrice earlier? Yeah. Oh, Beatrice. gosh. Yeah, I just, I just blanked that out. Yeah. Ice cl- <laughs> yeah. They're ice climbing, so we get like the two combo here. Yeah, it is only at 74. They Shame. deserve so much more love. Shame. Next is stalking anarchy versus panty anarchy. Oh, stalking. Everybody loves stalking way more than panty. Everybody's thirsty for fucking goth girls. I'm a, I'm a panty stan and I just say t- stalking does win. It's because that one episode they pointed out how chubby she was sort of supposed to be. And then, you know. Big titty goth girl. All right. What do you think the divide is? How many separated are they? Uh, I want to say at least a 500 image gap. All right. I'm going to say 200. Okay. We have Panty at 1,500. Okay. And we have Stocking at 2,800. Cheezo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a shame. Panty is good. Best girl. No, it's all about stocking. Swords? Are you kidding me? I like both of them. <laughs> and all that right. hair? Deflect this bullet milk. <laughs> <laughs> she could. Did you ever see Indiana Jones? There's this really cool scene in it. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost done. Two more rounds. We have Jesse from Pokemon versus Jessica Rabbit. <sighs> Jessica Rabbit. I want to say Jessica Rabbit as well. That's just that's the legacy working the way there. She's yeah, she's an icon. But Pokemon fans are just. I just feel like Pokemon fans are more thirsty for other characters. It's all about Misty and Hex Maniac. Or or May as well. Yeah. Or what's the bitch with the the blonde hair and the little doodads? <laughs> Cynthia. Oh. Doodads. Yeah. There we go. People love her too. I thought it was Cassidy. That was like the knockoff team rocket, Butch and Cassidy, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. And then uh, what's, oh, gosh, the the little blonde bitch from the Alola one, her mom, her oh, hot mom. Yeah, oh, yeah, the one, the roach mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. she's great because she is batshit crazy. Oh, yeah, she's she's cray-cray. We love crazy milk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jessica Rabbit sits at 4,500. Okay. And Jesse is sitting at a lower thirty-two hundred. That's still good. That's more than yeah. that's more than stalking, right? People love redheads. Mm-hmm. Wow, pretty good. Pretty good. Last one. All right. Hold on, I have to check my spelling. Spell cunt. C U N T. Cunt. Can you use it in a sentence? I. <laughs> Um, I was trying to make this fast, but I couldn't do it. (laughs) Okay. So I I had all this prepared beforehand, but this one I added during Uh the the length of the show. So. The length and the girth? (laughs) Yes. Our last contenders are Kermit D. Frog and Alf. I want to say Kermit. I mean, Alf is a... That's really hard. Alf is a reach in this scenario. Uh, You know what, though? I feel like Kermit is like got twink energy. Alf has 
bear energy, and I could see him being very popular with gay furries. Alf has slob energy, you know? People love slob, slovenly bears. <laughs> Unemployed, like, you know, slacker energy. Cat eater. <laughs> I don't fuck with that. I'm gonna... I'm gonna say Alf. I'm gonna go with Kermit. Can't beat the green. You are right, Lemon, because Alf is not even on Rule 34. There's no Alf to be found. However, Kermit has 94 images. Can we see a highlight? I want to see what kind of (laughs) images we're working with here. Now, I will say uh, Twink is so right that it is predominantly like femme Kermit. Mm. Mm. Also, like... (sighs) Um, not to to put my friends on blast, but um, my friend was obsessed with Miss Piggy growing up, and she has realized like, oh, that's why I'm into like femdom was because I was obsessed with Miss Piggy. I wanted to be Kermit. Want to be pigged? <laughs> so the highlight is gotta be Momo Corinne because this is Fiona. Pegging Kermit while Kermit uh-huh. is spitting up into a glass of beer with plankton in it. So just it's St. Patrick's Day beer, too. Yeah, just really going green. Dang. It, this feels more like a meme image more than a um, like I like a, a thirst image. Let me see what my furry sources have. <laughs> yeah, check check the furipedia. I posted one in the studio office as well. I think that it's one's amazing. You got, I gotta love that. Oh, here we go. I found the content. This looks like a fusion between Kermit and like Lord or some type of pop singer with like the, the crown and like gold around the arm and the, the body cage. <laughs> I love, it's giving me Dorian Electra vibes. If anyone's familiar with that artist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love Dorian Electra. Hell I yeah. love Hell. It's uh, it's giving um, the dancing Pepe from yeah, uh, my, my agenda, agenda video. video. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just go on Rule Thirty Four. I, I can't link all the Rule Thirty Four stuff, but just just go there, have a blast, looking at all the Kermits and such. Oh my god, um, the Kermit with the meme face as she's being sat as being sat on by Miss Piggy. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's really good. So you know what? We didn't issue any like challenge of the week hey someone go out there and draw um alfet like alf with the super crown we need it apparently yeah, yeah. the market's open it's yeah. right for the taking for the plucking you know see on the stocks right now alf is on the rise bye alf is hot right now <laughs> yeah get those, we're, get those we're, diamond uh, hands we're going to do what we did to gamestop but with alf we're <laughs> alf gonna make it <laughs> easy <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, that's been ongoing for uh, everything. Um, yeah, any any final words for my co-hosts? Uh, I don't know if it's, it's safe for after the podcast, but I do like this um, guessing who has the most hits, like a Price is Right uh, search results. I think that's something I would like to keep for the future. Yes, I, I thought that was really fun. It was really good, Milk, really good. Uh, thank you. I enjoy it. And you know what? Um 
listeners tweet at us what you think would be uh, good suggestions for that game too. Um, you know, I was trying to think of like verses that are either like two very obscure things or like the yeah. the Tetris versus Discord, like legacy versus popularity or Panty and Stocky being so close. Um, so yeah. send us your verses and we might uh, read them on air. Do we have any shilling that needs to be done? Oh, we do. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to shill uh, any of our stuff like I usually do. Go listen to Kawaii Desappointment. Great podcast. And then uh, I also just want to say, hey, thanks to all of our Patreons for keeping the show going. And I'm going to shout out Mr. Deadly Lucky Seven, one of uh, our very earliest patrons and just sticking with us even through hiatus. So you're rad. If you want to get shout out, just uh, join our Patreon. You'll also get multiple copies of stickers and we We've got a lot of mm-hmm. other cool stuff going into our Patreon soon that I've been working on instead of doing anti-homework for today's episode. But look, we made it through and good luck on your erotic endeavors. Eat up. <laughs> Eat up. Fine, oh, I'll remember it. <laughs> Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection. That's all I think of when I think of Permat. I'm surprised I don't see images of him, like, spilling the tea on someone, like, hot tea on Miss Piggy. Not your mama's peach, let me just say that, you know.